Welcome to Media Medicine's 5-Minute Masterclass, where we give you, the listener, the meatiest points of important medical conditions. My name is Dwayne. And my name is Caven. What's on the menu today, Dwayne? Oh, funny you ask that, Caven. Tonight's main serving is acute cholangitis, an old favourite and a surgical specialty. Oh, let's dig in. Okay, to kick us off, Dwayne, acute cholangitis. What is it? Who does it affect? And why does it happen? No, brilliant questions there, Caven. So acute cholangitis refers to a bacterial infection of the biliary tract, typically secondary to some sort of obstruction and stasis. So when we talk about obstruction, um, it's mainly caused by either stones, which are gallstones in the common bile duct, or some sort of stricture, and most worryingly, some sort of cancer, whether this is a pancreatic cancer or some sort of cancer of the gallbladder tract. And who does it affect? It can happen to anyone, Caven, but mainly it affects people who are aged between 50 and 60 year olds. So now that we know about who this affects and what it is, Caven, can you tell me some common signs and symptoms of acute cholangitis? Yeah, so this one's a classic, Dwayne. We have two classic clinical presentations we want to remember for acute cholangitis. The first and the most famous is the Charcot triad, and I hope I'm saying that right. And it's oh, not yes. Charcot. It very well could be. So it's a triad. So we're talking three symptoms. So the first is they are jaundiced. The second is that they're hot, they're feverish. So let's go with feverish, not hot. And um, the third is that they have abdominal pain. So if you want the memory device, oh yeah, fortunately the first three letters of Charcot we can use. So C, coloured yellow, so jaundiced. H for hot and feverish. And A for abdominal pain. Brilliant. Now, if it's if they're presenting slightly worse, so they're approaching sepsis, we actually have two more symptoms. So it yep. becomes a pentad, and that's called the Reynolds pentad. Mm. So the two extra symptoms are basically what you'd expect in sepsis, which is hypotension and mental status changes. Because sure. That's so septic. So to summarize, the triad is jaundice, fever, abdominal pain, and the pentad we add in hypotension and mental status changes. Brilliant, Kevin. Okay, Dwayne, your turn to be in the hot seat. How do we diagnose it? Well, fair enough, and a great question there, Kevin. I want you to think of three things, inflammation, cholestasis, and imaging, ICI. When we're talking about inflammation, what is the patient's clinical picture? Are they having a clinical picture of systemic inflammation, mainly a fever, and they may be shivering around a little bit. And also there may be some blood test evidence, either their white cells are very high or their CRP is very high. So those are the markers of inflammation. The next thing is cholestasis. Essentially, you touch on it with Charcot's triad. Are they yellow? Are they jaundiced? And what are their liver function tests looking like? Do they have an elevated bilirubin or their GGT's up, their ALP's up, their ALT might be up. That's the second picture. And finally, imaging, either with an ultrasound or a CT scan, is that common bile duct dilated? Can you even maybe see a stone or a stricture? So in summary, with investigations, it's inflammation, either through bloods or their fever, cholestasis, either through their skin or eye color and their LFTs, and finally imaging, either showing that the common bile duct's large or that there's a stone or some sort of blockage. That was beautiful, Dwayne.
All right, Caven, it's time for you to wrap this meal service up. Bring it home, brother. How do we manage acute cholangitis? All right, Dwayne, let's do it. So when we're talking management of acute cholangitis, I want you to think about three things. The first, broad-spectrum antibiotics. Specifically, we want activity against the enteric strep coliforms and anaerobes, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's the Mm -hmm. first part. The second part is drainage which we're gonna need to do for most cases unless it's really mild. So to drain it, we do an ERCP, and then we do biliary drainage via that. So in an ERCP, we go via the duodenum through the ampulla of vada into the biliary tree where we get the good stuff. So that's the second point. I feel, I'm so sorry for saying getting the good stuff. (laughs) But it is what it is. We're thinking of surgeons here, okay? Keep going, brother. (laughs) Yeah, so the third point is we potentially want to treat the underlying cause concurrently um, or if they're too ill at the moment, if it's a really severe case, we can do it once they recover. So by that, I mean, let's say we're talking, it's been caused by a stone, so cholidocolithiasis. We might take the stone out while we're in there and we also might consider doing a cholecystectomy at some point to prevent this happening again. And let's say it was due to a stricture, like you talked about earlier, we might consider stenting the common bile duct while we're there. In fact, we probably will. Sure, sure. (laughs) Dwayne, has that got you satiated? Oh, Mama Chita, I am full, brother. And I hope that the listener has found this five minutes far more interesting than I found the last four hours last night watching old mate King Charles get his crown on his head. Oh, he went there. So, (laughs) time is up. End of service. Kitchen's closed. This has been a five-minute masterclass on acute cholangitis. Brought to you by Meaty Medicine. Good night.